Hello and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Since 1934, American Dry Cleaner magazine has been the industry's number one magazine. And I've been the American Dry Cleaner editor for the past two years, and I'm in my 36th year in publishing. Today, we're going to be talking with Bruce Barish, the owner of Windsor Cleaners, based in New York City. And Windsor Cleaners has recently been awarded a Tony Award. If you haven't already heard, the news has been out there. So it's very exciting. We're very glad to have him here uh, with us today in the podcast. And uh, glad to be here, Bruce. Welcome. Thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure to talk to you today. Well, thank you very much for taking your time out. I know you have very busy days cleaning, uh, cleaning Broadway. We'll get right to the uh, questions. Uh, the first question is, um, Ernest Windsor Cleaners has been serving its customers for over a century. I think you're celebrating 110 years this year, uh, cleaning clothes, especially for Broadway shows. Maybe you could tell them a little bit about how the business first began. Okay, so Ernest Windsor was an actual person who started the business in 1908. Um, it was known as a cleaner and dyer, and he serviced, really, I think, predominantly Broadway. You're the, th- am I getting this right? You're the third generation family owner, uh, if, I, if I have that right. Good. Um, maybe tell the podcast audience uh, how you first got started in the business. Okay, so, well, so my grandfather bought it uh, in 1952 when Ernest Windsor was retiring. And my father married into the family and the business, um, started in, I believe, 1961. And it's, I mean, like any other dry cleaner, but it's a little more demanding than, than most. Uh, we started like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, which is a little bit earlier than most guys. But so my father, when I was young, was the only father, really, that was not around for Little League games and things like that. So the only way I could kind of be around my father was to be here. So I've been coming here since I was 7 years old. Wow. Did you ever have kind of a, a sense that this was, you know, growing up, that this was pretty cool? I mean, everybody knows kind of the mystique of Broadway and the sh- the shows and everything. Did you ever oh, yeah. get that? Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I go back to, I always talk about one of my childhood memories being the banana splits, which I don't know if you're, yeah. um, if you remember the banana splits. But so we did like, we, we still do a lot of mascot cleaning. Um, so they were life-size costumes with heads and everything. But obviously also, you know, Broadway. You know, the thing that I didn't get as a kid was this is a 15,000-square-foot facility, and I just assumed every dry cleaner was as big as ours. They just were servicing different, you know, industries and different people. Uh, Usually when I call you guys, I often talk to your wife, Sarah, who uh, I know is a a part of the business with you. But uh, tell me, if you would share a little bit, if if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about how you met Sarah, how you guys met, and how did what did she think of uh, joining the family uh, dry cleaning business? Um, well, so when I met her, she was a realtor, um, and I was, I was looking for an apartment and that's, that's kind of how we met. I ended up taking home the realtor as opposed to getting the apartment. Um, (laughs) but her, her background in college was uh, musical theater. So it's kind of been a cool thing for her to sort of get in through the back doors, you know, in a different way. Okay. Well, let's get to the, uh, the main event, receiving the Tony award. Uh, very exciting. Uh, if you would take us back to that day, recall your emotions and uh, kind of share a little bit with us just the feeling. What, what was it like? When did you get the call? Who contacted you? And just kind of take us through that a little bit and share some of those emotions of that big day when you found out about uh, uh, receiving the Tony Award. Well, the first time, I'll take you back three years ago, the first time we ever went to the Tony Awards was three years ago. While I was there, I realized that they did some of these um, 
lifetime achievement awards that aren't you know normal awards but people that are servicing the business so like this year we were honored obviously for the dry cleaning but the other two people that got honored one was a uh, photographer that predominantly does broadway and one was a lady that actually does beading of of all the garments it's probably 75 years old off the top of my head so she's been doing her her whole life as well but uh the guy that nominated us uh, is somebody, a man named Paul Libin, who's pretty much done everything in the theater. I know he started as an usher, and he goes back to working with my grandfather and my father and now us as well. And unofficially, he has announced his retirement, or I think officially he announced it, but he really hasn't stopped working. But this was one of the things that he kind of wanted to do on his way out, um, was to make sure that we got honored for you know the 110 years that we've been servicing at this point. Oh, that's terrific. Uh, who, who did was he the one who contacted you, or who actually let you know you were you were going to win? And do you remember your reaction? Well, they actually got my wife on the phone, not me, but she's the head of the uh, the theater wing, um, and she called with Paul on the line as well. But they spoke to my wife first, who just happened to be pulling into the driveway within a couple of minutes of getting the call, and I happened to be standing in the driveway, so you know she told me pretty quick. And yeah, I mean it was it was overwhelming, um, and it's been overwhelming. We didn't realize, you know, we just thought it was we were going to show up at the Tony Awards. We would get this on the side, and that would be it. But there has actually been four events that we've gone to already. One was a, a couple hours' worth of different uh, press interviews, one of which I stood in a room at a podium full of, uh, I was about 25 reporters just kind of firing away questions. Um, so that in itself was a little intimidating, but it was pretty cool. And the second was a luncheon that they do, which there is no press at where all the nominees were at, and everybody gets introduced. And we got introduced by the head of uh, Disney Theatrical, um, and he kind of made sure everybody knew that we were in the room and what we did, and it was kind of cool to see somebody like Nathan Lane turn around, who was sitting just a couple of seats away from me, and acknowledge the fact that, you know, that this is what we did. Nathan Lane. Uh, Igno- wow, wow that's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the third event, which, again, we didn't know all the details behind it, was the Monday before the Tony Awards, uh, we knew we were getting our award, but we didn't realize that the night was really just about the three of us that were getting it that night. So that was like a two hours that was really just about us. There was a little mini red carpet. Um, there was interviews then. And really everybody in the room just was there to celebrate the, the three of us and our accomplishments, um, which was not what I was expecting. So you were the, that um, night you were the toast of the town. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, And, you know, everybody in the theater, all the bigwigs were in there, so... And then the night of the Tony Awards, um, you know, for the most part, we were on the side, although it was announced a couple of times. I don't think it ever made it to, to TV, unfortunately. But we did get to walk the red carpet with everybody, and we did a, a live interview on New York One. He had done a piece on us uh, a couple of, like, maybe two weeks before, but he actually called us on Friday night going into the Tonys because um, his tux arrived, and it was in bad shape, and he couldn't find anybody to clean it for him. So we ended up taking care of that for him on Saturday morning, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Well, of course you did. Of course. <laughs> you take you, you take care of Broadway, right? Exactly. Has the award brought any new customers to your door? Has word of mouth been big? Obviously, press has been big, but has it actually caused, uh, have you seen increase in your, in your uh, clients? Um, well, we do predominantly 90-plus percent of Broadway, so we're not necessarily going to get it from that angle. Um, we do do some off-Broadway. We have definitely gotten some other calls that we may not have gotten because of it. We also, I mean, we do uh, have a high-end retail pickup and delivery service that we do as well. But the, the thing that the mystique about this business has always been that people on the Broadway side 
think that all we do is Broadway, and people on the retail side think all we do is retail. Um, in fact, in our statements that we sent out after we knew to our retail customers, um, we put a little you know blurb in there about us getting it, and there are customers that have been customers for you know going back to my father at least that called and said they had no idea that we even did Broadway, which kind of freaks me out at times because it's plastered all over the side of the truck that pulls into their driveway. Right. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I I just did a quick look to see what was playing right now on Broadway, like Aladdin and Margarita Village are just two names that shot out at me. The co- the costumes uh, look very elaborate. Is that do you look at that as as really challenge? Like I'm sure some shows are more challenging than others, but do you look at some of those shows as being just like really challenging costumes to see, take not care of? not necessarily because that's that's all we see on a normal basis. So, you know, I mean, we see stuff that, that again, the average dry cleaner is never going to see in his lifetime. Because um, I'm always asked, what's the toughest challenge? What's the toughest thing you've ever cleaned? And, you know, beading and pleats and all that kind of stuff come in here, you know, every day of the week. After all these years working in the family business, what gets you excited to come into work each day? I mean, it, every day is different, which, again, I think is going to be different than a regular dry cleaner. Um, we never know what we're going to get. I mean, the biggest pickups are on Sunday because most shows are closed Monday, so we can pick up anywhere between 20 and 30 shows on a on a Sunday night. Um, not a, not all of them have to be back on on Monday because they're you know they might not have a show till Tuesday. But we never know what's going to come in. We never know what they're going to send us. You know, it, it could be some sort of mascot. It could be we get shoes, we get leathers, we get hats, we get gloves. I mean, we get everything. And there's things we have to take apart. But again, to us, that's routine. You know, I've been doing that my whole life, and everybody here has been doing it their whole life. So, When you're not uh, uh, working, which is probably very rare, but when you're not at work and dealing with things, what ways do you relax? What kind of hobbies do you like to do? You don't go to see uh-huh. shows, do you? Do you go to Broadway shows? Yeah, no, we do. We're actually going to see a show tonight, an opening, um, it's an off-Broadway show, but it's got skin tight. Dina Menzel is the uh, star of it, so kind of looking forward to that. But, I mean, my personal hobbies are really, um, I mean, definitely family time first. I enjoy boating. I enjoy motorcycles. I enjoy going to sporting events and going to concerts. Um, at this point, my concerts uh, are spent with my son most of the time, which is a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, I know you're very busy, uh, Bruce. got a lot on your plate these days, and you're also a Broadway star now, so I won't hold you up any longer, but I'll just get one quick one, one last one before you go. You've been in the business a long time. Is there anything you can pass along to others listening right now, maybe they're newer store owners earlier in their career? Any nuggets of wisdom you could share with them listening right now? I mean, I've always tried to treat the customers with the most respect that I can, you know, treat every garment as if it's your own. So, uh, you know, you only get one chance at making a first impression with something that my dad told me when I was young. And that's true. You know, if they get it back and it's not right the first time, it tends, it tends not to make them happy no matter how many times you try to redo it. I really appreciate you speaking with us today, Bruce, here in the podcast. Thank you very much for your time and I uh, uh, hope you win another uh, Tony Award soon. 110 years probably, but yeah. Um, I appreciate it, and uh, I'll talk to you in the future, and good luck to everybody else out there. Thank you for your time today and for being with us here on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. The American Dry Cleaner Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest Fabricare industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also, be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us. 
And also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us today on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon. Thank you.